Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 185 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am finally back again. I will say I'm back again, but it's been a minute. I haven't been, I haven't done an episode in a, in a month. It's been over a month, uh, but I'm here. Uh, just been laying low, adjusting to a few things. Uh, definitely still been watching sports as always, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's a given. Um, but we're finally here, man. The conclusion of the regular season is here. Uh, we got the playoffs. And I got a couple of guests with me to help me navigate through this episode, man. It's been a long layoff, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to try not to mess up, guys. Uh, it's been so long, but yeah, I'm about to hop right back into this groove, man. So without further ado, uh, you guys already know uh, my main guest for this because we do. He's penciled in for at least three episodes, especially throughout the NFL season. But that I'm going to just say he's already penciled in for three episodes regardless. So, uh, you know, we do the. We do the um, regular season preview, do the mid-season recap, and now we got a re- we got um, playoff previews here. So, uh, B. Jones, welcome back, man. It's my brother right here. This is the co-producer, Curry in the Pot. Say this every single time, man. With, without this guy, man, this this wouldn't even be a thing. So, B. Jones is definitely the, the the straw that stirs the drink. So, B. Jones, what's good, bro? How you doing? Living good. Ready for these playoffs to start. Yes, sir. I'm ready, man. I'm ready, too. And then we got a fan favorite. We got my guy, the dang, got the 16-year-old phenom here. We got my guy, Bink. So, Bink, what's good, bro? How you doing? I've been good. Um, Like B. Jones said, the NFL playoffs by the gum. Uh, NBA regular season's in full swing right now. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, just... Just real quick, give me your synopsis on the regular season as a whole. I know I was talking to Bink about this the other day, man. It was kind of ugly, bro. <laughs> Had a bunch of stuff happening. Season Odell was Beckham weird. Jr., his, his dad dropped a video on him. You no, know, Odell's now on the Browns. We had the Antonio Brown situation. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a, this has been a lot of chaos going on in the, the been, season. It's been a lot. In the season. It's, it's, it's been so much. Um, but... But how, how do you guys, man, what was you guys' impressions of the regular season? I know you guys are happy it's over. Um, it was definitely a marathon. Week 18 was wild itself, but how you guys feel? Um, it was a pretty solid season. I was just, like, brainstorming before the episode, like, thinking about, like, who I like going into the playoffs. But I was thinking there's not really a lot of teams playing their best football right now. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw a few teams start out hot. And then they cooled off, like the Titans. Uh, that's mainly because of injuries. The Rams, they started off hot. They haven't looked too good lately. So um, I'm not really knowing what to expect going on to these playoffs. I feel like it's, it's very wide open, probably as wide open as, as it's ever been. Think what about you? My one word to describe the season, I would have to say it's been extremely unpredictable. I mean, like B. Jones said, a lot of teams aren't playing their best football coming in. Um, the Lions, who were, what, like, 0-12 and won, won, like, all three of their games in, like, the last six games. Like, nothing – I didn't expect any of this to happen, for real. I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's a wild regular season. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all thought, you know, at the beginning, like, a lot of a lot of stuff was wide open, and that started to prove itself more and more as the season progressed. Um, it's just been a wild season. I know you guys talk about the teams playing their best football. I feel like the the, two, the teams that are playing their best football on a bye. I mean, I know the Packers lost last week, but, I mean, mm-hmm. they tanked that game in the second half for real. Um, they already secured the um, home court throughout the playoffs. Um, the Titans, they, they started playing their best football towards the end of the year, um, and they clinched the one seed out in the AFC. So it's going to be interesting playoffs. Um and yeah, well, we got some before we get to the playoffs, though, we got some coaching vacancies to discuss before we get into that. Uh, so we got Brian Flores, who was fired by the Miami Dolphins. I, I know all you guys disagree with that. I, I, I really hated it. I don't I don't understand. Um, I don't get it at all. Uh, Mike Zimmer, another coach in the NFC North, was also fired. Um, that's another. I'm sorry. It's one coach that was fired in the NFC North. Um kind of wasn't a surprise he came in like it was kind of on the hot seat as the year started and he got fired um you also had um Matt Nagy and he was another one of those guys kind of on the hot seat uh, he got fired 
Um, today the Texans fired David Cully. Um, I thought he overachieved um, to win four games with that Texans team. Um, and then what's the other vacancy? Oh, the Jaguars. We already know about that one. Yeah. But I think the uh, I think the Raiders coach right now, the interim. I think he he might deserve a shot. Um, but what do you guys think about these vacancies? I know you yeah. missed you missed one. What missed? You missed two. You missed the Giants and the Broncos. Oh, John, oh, that's right. Giants. That's Broncos. That happened like first. Yeah. After, obviously after the. Um, yeah. It happened after they fire. played on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You're right. Um. Yeah. So we got those two. Um. That's a lot of vacancies, man. Yeah. That's a lot of vacancies. So I feel like Brian Flores is gonna be able to pick whatever job he wants. But what do you guys think about these vacancies, man? What do you? We got. We got shocked. Um. Surprised. Um, upset because I was really upset about the Brian Flores thing. I, I was mad. I was at work and I, I, I was pretty pissed off. Yeah, um, I didn't think Brian Flores should have been fired either. But one thing I want to note: me, me and Mike both we um kind of spoken into existence that Urban Meyer was going to get fired before the season. Think we don't said it yeah. too, right? Yeah. Oh, well, all of us said it. Yeah, we all, <laughs> all of us said Urban Meyer was going to get fired before the season, and it kind of happened. Um, in my opinion, if I was a coach out there, I think Jacksonville would be the most intriguing job. In my opinion, you got Trevor Lawrence, you got the first overall pick again, and you have like some of the most cap space in the league. B. Jones, you, well, we could just start with each. Um, we could start with each vacancy. So, uh, let, let's talk about the Jaguars vacancy real, real brief. B. Jones, what do you think? Do you feel similar about nah. that, or not? Nah, not really. Nah. I've seen that. That's I've seen a few people say that, but I don't think I wouldn't willingly coach Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence there. You know how I feel about him. He's okay. Uh, I don't think he's like some like people say he's like the next Peyton Manning or something like that. I don't think he's that. Um, if you go back to college, he was at Clemson. Um, he relied on the strong run game, Travis Etienne, and also played in the conference, the ACC, where uh, Clemson was far and away the most talented team. Um, aside from that, saw when they played against real ballers like against that LSU team aside for that his freshman year the national championship against Alabama he always folded against um superior competition so think I mean think he's okay um he's real Carson Wentz like yeah I think they I think the benefit for the Jacksonville job is that they play in a weak division so you might be able to if you have a decent season you might be able to sneak in the playoffs um but also, it's the Jaguars. Um, yeah, they've been poorly ran for pretty much as long as they've been in existence. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that job. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is necessarily bad. I mean, I know you brought up the Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning had a horrible rookie year, so we can't just. I mean, I know you, I know you feel how you feel about Trevor Lawrence, but I'm not about to just judge him. Yeah, now he's not bad. He's just cool, yeah. like. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm he's just straight, saying, yeah. yeah, he's cool, but I'm just saying, like, people act like he's like the, you the know best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, I mean, nah, he's not that. He's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Jaguars, they don't. I think the key for them is gonna be, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. They don't have to go out and make a sexy hire. The Urban Meyer that was a sexy hire, like it was, a, it was a hot name. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. like people were stamping him for a minute. Like he was link, even linked to the Cowboys before they got Mike McCarthy. Like they don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just get like who did they have before? They had um, they had um, what's the guy's name? Doug, Doug Marone. Doug Marone. Doug yeah, yeah. So you don't have to like. It's just it's Doug Marone. Like you don't gotta be sexy with it. You know what I'm saying? I know they've interviewed a bevy of candidates. Um, so we'll see what they do. Uh, I think uh, Doug, I think Doug Peterson would be a good fit there. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a solid dude. Yeah. I mean, going, he won a Super Bowl. Probably going to another Doug, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't like, I didn't even like when Doug Peterson got fired to begin with. But that's another story. Let's talk about this Dolphins gig real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't really, I don't really, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. Cause I mean, they swept the Patriots. I know they had on. I know they went on a seven game losing streak, but in the same breath, they also went on a seven game win streak. Um, Brian Flores, he was also. It was also rumored that he wanted Justin Herbert over Tua in that draft. You know, it doesn't seem like this is not on him. I'm not even gonna say it doesn't. Yeah. This is not on him. This is it's not on him. Uh, I know he had no playoff appearances, but 
this, I mean, that's a good division. You know what I'm saying? You got you got the Bills and you got the Patriots. It's a pretty good division, pretty stout division. You got some good coaches in there and some good ball clubs. Um, but what do you guys think? I know you guys say you don't really like the uh, them him, him getting fired, but what you guys think about this opening? Um, I think is they got some decent talent. I'm not high on Tua, so I mean, I don't, I don't know if like you have to if you come in and coach, you have to be committed to Tua. Um, but it's not even really much you can do because their quarterbacks in this draft aren't really that great. Um, mm-hmm. You could try to make a splash, maybe try to get an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, but I don't know why somebody of that caliber will want to come to Miami with the current weapons that they have on offense or lack of weapons they have on offense. And also you're in a division with two uh, young, solid quarterbacks and Mac Jones and uh, Josh Allen. So I don't, I think the I think on, like what Miami has is solid, but just because of the circumstances of the division there, and I don't think it's, you know, what I'm saying you're gonna have to you have to be in dog fights to make the playoffs and win that division. Yeah, I don't I don't like Miami or the situation they're in right now. Um, they don't have their first round pick. They have San Fran's first round pick though. Um, their offensive line is one of the worst in the league. Outside of Jalen Waddle, they have one of the worst receiving groups in the league. And the worst running back. Yeah, too. I, I don't like their running. I don't like their. They're running. one of the worst running back groups in the league, and a lot of the guys on defense are guys kind of like Brian Flores brought in and like had them buy into his system, and now they don't have Brian Flores. And from what I read, it was a, a bunch of disagreements between him and their GM Chris Greer, and I guess since the owner has known Chris Greer longer, he stuck with him. That's rather unfortunate because I I just thought that was bad judgment. Who Chris Greer had a horrible draft. In 2020. Yeah, I just thought that was I just thought that was extremely bad judgment. Uh let's move on to another vacancy. We got the uh, Broncos vacancy. Um I, I I know B Jones, I B Jones shared a tweet with me and I sent I sent it to Bink, but I mean what Vic Vangio said, you know, just uh, a matter of hours before he got fired was the rest of the division has top shelf quarterbacks. You got Justin Herbert, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Derek Carr, who I don't think he's, you know, in that same class, but he's still a top half quarterback in the league. Um, he wasn't wrong. You got Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, it, this is a league where you have to have a quarterback. I had this discussion with my dad the other day. You have to have a quarterback, like at least a top half of the league quarterback. You need a franchise guy. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's that's the league it's in we're, we're in a passing league you know the, the rules favor the offense you can't you can't you know put your hands on the receivers you can't hit the quarterback you know you have to have a, 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 a you can't just have a guy you know what i'm saying and teddy bridgewater is quite frankly just a guy you know what i'm saying that yeah. you know just look at his career he's been a guy so and drew lock is clearly just a guy he's going to be a career backup so big fangio wasn't wrong i mean in a sense, he kind of overachieved, in my opinion, at least. But the Broncos kind of hovered around where I thought they would be. I think. I mean, I they, they had he had the same record as uh, Vance Joseph. Yeah, so I mean, I think the Broncos they're going to keep being in a situation until they find a franchise quarterback. Yeah, until they and they even last year they could have drafted uh, Justin Fields or Mac Jones, and they picked it's, Patrick, it's like Patrick Sertan. So it's like. Okay, you could keep getting these defensive assets. You could get the Jerry Judys of the world, but as long as you don't have a quarterback, it's not gonna matter. Absolutely. Yeah, I was I was asking this question when is the last time the Broncos like selected a good quarterback? Like they had they got lucky with the Peyton Manning thing. He he wanted to go there. Like Yeah, you know, I think that, that, that I don't happen, bro. I don't even remember who their quarterback was before. I'm not even gonna hold you, I don't either, bro. Yeah, I think I'm ugly. Bro. I think I think um in this draft is it's not good for quarterbacks. So I think yeah, so their only bad, yeah. their only option is gonna have to try to get Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Literally, Watson, yeah. Wilson, Rodgers. Then I think they'll probably strike out on all three of them. To be totally honest, you think they're gonna try to hire the Packers' offensive coordinator to try to lure Rodgers in? Mm. I don't even know if that would help because I don't even know. Don't, yeah, and Rogers, I don't even know if Rogers likes the offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't know if that even helps. Man, yeah. try to get bigger Mayfield. <laughs> I mean, Brown that wouldn't even be bad. Brown said they sticking with him though. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, 
the Broncos, I think, is right up there with the Jaguars job in terms of if I would want the job. I mean, the only thing why? you really need to do. Why would you want that job? Because the only, uh, granted, the quarterback is the hardest position to find in football, but that's the only thing you would need with the Broncos. They literally have everything else already there for you. You would only need to plug in one piece, and then you'll be ready to go. Easier and, said than done, but yeah. I do agree with you. In a gauntlet division now. Yeah, yeah that's why I was saying why, because division. But, I mean, they were they were fighting. I mean, shit, they yeah. fought two finales with the Chiefs last week. They almost beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they almost, they beat, almost the beat the Raiders twice. Told y'all about the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening back on that. Yeah, the Raiders, man. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Raiders and the Bengals, too. Like I said, the, uh, somebody's luck is going to run out because I said they're both frauds. Uh, anyways, uh, let's talk about this Bears um, vacancy. Um, I don't know how attractive that is. I mean, it's not unattractive, but I just don't know. You have to really be. You have to like Justin Fields. I feel like yeah. you take this job because yeah. I don't know what I don't know what he's kind of married to that. Would you say it's kind of the total opposite yeah. of the Broncos' job? Yeah, yeah I don't they know have what Fields, but they don't have anybody else. I don't know what Justin Fields is. I mean, you can't really go off what you saw this past year, but. You didn't really see too much of them. Yeah, and you had a coach, I feel like, kind of sabotaged him a little bit, especially when yeah. he first got on the field. So, <laughs> field, field. But, yeah, I don't – I mean, I like Justin Fields. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm biased, so let's just, let's just call it what it is. But, I mean, he didn't have a lot to work with. Allen Robinson's hurt, and I think he's going to be out the door because I think he's playing on a franchise tag. I felt like he mentally checked out the season as soon oh, as he Oh, absolutely, that. absolutely. And he as soon as he out, got that. He collected those checks, so I'm not mad at him. Uh, but, yeah, the Bears, they, they're in a weird spot. They're just in an extremely weird spot. And um, they don't have their first-round pick this year. Exactly. So, yeah. it, it's a weird spot. Uh, that's all I got on that, for real. Mm. Let's talk uh, Vikings. I feel like Vikings, that's an interesting game. I think I lied. I think this is the job I want the most. So, all right, make up your mind, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's this job. It's the Vikings job. It's the Vikings. Uh, It was like, I think like tier one. Tell us why. Tell us why. Tier one is like Vikings, then like Broncos, then Jaguars. So the Vikings, I mean, you have one of the best young offensive stars in Justin Jefferson, who you know I love. I mean, you have Dalvin Cook. You have you have a good offensive line. You drafted who looks to be a stud in Christian Darrisaw last year. You have one of the best right tackles in football. Your defense is aging. I mean, but defense, you're gonna have to figure some things out on that defensive side of the ball. But I think other than that, you got everything on offense. I mean, just use your offensive talent, use your picks, because they they collect picks every single year. They always have a lot of draft picks. You gotta improve on the defense. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I just think their offensive talent trumps everybody else's in the who don't? Doesn't have a vacancy. Yeah. I want to say, you know, for the first and, time, but and it's going to be an easier division, especially if Aaron Rodgers gets traded. Then that means Devontae Adams is gone, and then the other two teams, the Bears, who have a vacancy, and the Lions, who they have a bright future, but they're not good now. Yeah, for the Vikings job, it's interesting. Like I, I, I felt like I would be blaming Kirk Cousins in some way, but he was solid this year. He was pretty solid this year. Like he wasn't bad. It, it was. Like, I didn't really have a little game. Like damn, this shit is all Kirk Cousins' fault. Like nah, he was he was solid. He was solid this year. Um, I think I feel like Brian Flores would probably take this job. I just I just got a feeling. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I don't know why. I just I just I, I just feel like that. B. Jones, you got anything on this one? Yeah, I think this would probably be the job I like the most, mainly because of Aaron Rodgers potentially leaving the division. And even mm-hmm. if he doesn't leave, he'll only be there for probably about two more years. Um, but the only I have two concerns for this job. Um, I think you can, you have to find your quarterback of the future, future. like mm-hmm. now, because uh, I think one more year of Kirk Cousins is okay. But you know what your ceiling is when you have Kirk Cousins. He so is also you, in the last year of his deal. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if you keep him for two more years, then you run the risk of Justin Jefferson leaving. So I think uh, you need to get, like, a solid young quarterback in there. Um, and I don't know where that's going to come from because, like I said multiple times, I don't like the quarterbacks in this draft. Maybe if you get a guy like Kenny Pickett or something um, and let him sit. Guy too. Yeah, if yeah. you think if you, you think – if you think he's the 
if, if you think he's the guy. And then you also have to uh, build that defense back up. But I think if you bring in a coach like Brian Flores, he'll get that defense where it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So the last job we had to discuss, the Giants job? Yeah. It's a terrible job. Um, well, we ain't say nothing about the Texans, but it's the Texans. Oh, yeah, the Texans. Both of those are, are bad. It's not really much to say about it. <laughs> At least with the Giants, you have two first-round picks. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you don't got nothing else. I get it, but the Giants, I was saying... But they're also over the cap. I was saying this the other day to you. I said they're... Like, we talk about the Washington football team being poorly run. Lately, the Giants have been just yeah. as poorly run as the football team. Like it's been pretty, it's been pretty bad. Like ever since yeah. that year where they were, uh, you know, given ever since that boat trip, I don't know what the hell happened to the Giants. I, I yeah. literally don't. Cause the Giants, <laughs> like when we were, like we were like middle school and stuff, middle school, high school Giants, you know, they were always solid. Yeah, you couldn't, you yeah. couldn't really say yeah. nothing bad about the Giants yeah. type, type, of, type of thing. But now they're yeah. like, now they're in the same they're tier as the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a freaking joke, man. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I I don't know. I would have a lot yeah, of hesitancy with taking that job. I, I really, really would. Really, nothing there. You know, you got you have another year of Daniel Jones. You know what he is. He's not that guy. Saquon Barkley is broken. Um, the awful Kenny Galladay contract. Yeah, and that just started. And then I mean, you got three more years with him. Then you got. I don't even know what they have on defense right now. I mean Xavier McKinney solid. Yeah, that's a safety though. All these solid players they got, <laughs> and that's so, a safety. I mean, I know James Bradbury on there too. He, nah, he sucked this year. Yeah, I know he sucked, but I mean, he he's all he's all right. But yeah, it's nothing. It's just nothing really attractive about this job. I mean, <laughs> they have first round picks, but I mean, that's it. But you got to hit on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. I mean, that was enough talking about these on um, vacancies. I wanted to talk about before we get into these. I want to talk about you guys' awards predictions. Um, I know it's been an interesting year. I know you can make a lot of different cases for like coach of the year. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna ask you guys, who's your coach of the year? Coach. Uh, damn, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, probably Zach Taylor. <clears throat> Probably Zach Taylor. I'll go. I'll go Mike Rabel for the tie ins. It's hard. It's hard for me. I mean, I feel like for coach of the year, it always has to be like a surprise. Like the tie ins, they've been solid for like the past three years. I mean, yeah. I mean, but in Rabel's case, they've used the most players in NFL history. Derek Carey went down, AJ Brown went down, Julio Jones went down all at separate times. Their defense. They he coached that defense to be one of the best in the league when it was projected to be one of the worst in the league. I think I would just give it to Rabel over Taylor. I'll probably go Zach Taylor as well. It's just crazy how at different points of the season, like we were saying different guys, like if like the Cardinals were hot. Oh, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury, coach of the year. John the Harbaugh. Chargers were good. Chargers were good. John oh, yeah. Ravens yeah. were really good. John Harbaugh. Um the Chargers were good. It's like, oh, Brandon Staley. Uh, Patriots made a nice run. They won all those games in a row. Oh, Belichick. You know what I'm saying? I probably, I will go, I'll go Zach Taylor or Belichick, to be honest with y'all, though. And then, and the Eagles coach, he got a heat. Yeah, he got a yeah, case, too. The Eagles yeah. were surprised, too. Me and Bing thought they would be horrible. So, Nick Sirianni, he could be coach of the year. I feel like, and then, shoot, I mean, I know, I know, like, uh, Malifor has been good and the Packers been good. I mean, you, he has a case, too, but it's probably going to be a surprise at this point. Because I think what Kevin Stefanski got it last year, Browns were kind of a surprise. Mm. Um, yeah, they usually the give it to the surprise team. Yeah, they usually do it. So I, I, yeah, I'd probably say Zach Taylor. Um, let's go offensive player of the year. I know this is kind of a, it's pretty much between two dudes. Um, I don't think it's a debate between the two. I think it's a runaway. I think it's Cooper Cup, without a doubt. I was going to say Jonathan Taylor. I think it's Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah, yeah. Now, now that you say it, you got to the fine time for me to go ahead and toot my own horn. Uh, 2017 Mike Curry sleeper Hall of Fame Cooper Cup. I'm gonna go ahead uh-huh. and plug that right in the episode. Uh, I, I'm not gonna sit up here and say I knew this would happen because he's only the fourth player all time to lead the league in receptions, receiving yards, and, and touchdowns. receiving touchdowns. 
I'm not going to sit up here and say I knew that was coming, but I knew he would be a good player in this league. Um, but this is just this is just otherworldly. Like this, we're not going to see this again for a while. Like for real. Like we, I mean, I know there's an extra game and stuff this year, but but he was doing he was putting in work before the last game. So it, it it's been a remarkable year. Uh, I mean, you know, you got the case of Jonathan Taylor, like B. Jones said. But I got I got to go with my guy Cooper Cup and maybe if it is a little biased, but I just gave you guys stuff to back it up for my audience. Oh, uh, let's yeah, go. The, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think if the Colts made the playoffs, Jonathan yeah. Taylor would have had a yeah. strong case, but Carson Wentz happened. So. Carson Wentz. He also got shut down. I mean, the game was close for the yeah. majority, and they was trying to run the ball. Carson, yeah. lol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> defensive player of the year. What you guys got? T.J. Watt. You know, I want to give it to Micah, but I have to give it to TJ Watt. He had 22 and a half sacks in 15 games. That boy wanted to, that boy wanted to do a co-defensive player of the year with Micah Parsons. And Trey. <laughs> That's what that boy wanted. <laughs> I mean, I could make the case for Micah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. TJ deserves it. Yeah, I'm going to go TJ Watt, man. Uh, he was pretty spectacular. I mean, I know me and Bink talk about sacks are situational, but God, it just seemed like every time I looked, he was like, Creating some type of habit, bro. You don't act. You can't accidentally get twenty two and a half sacks. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I didn't even like, know he had that many. I didn't even know he had that many. Talk. Yeah, he tied. Uh, tied the NFL record. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, because yeah, he didn't like, know that cause, either. Because like he kind of snuck up. So he had four sacks in that Browns game. Yeah, like Baker kept rolling out straight into him, and he was just like feeding uh, him sacks. And I was just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, yeah still his football is unwatchable. I didn't even know what he was doing. <laughs> hey, yo, that's funny. That's funny. All right, um, let's go to offensive rookie of the year. Come on, man. Chase. I mean, Chase. I mean, I, I mean, I, I figure it's gonna be a consensus. We just, all right, Jamar Chase. I right, so defense rookie of the year consensus too, huh? Yeah. yeah all right, Michael. we got to discuss that. Uh, well, can I can I say something real quick? Um, go ahead. on a draft preview podcast, I said something and. Oh, I want to explain. I said Micah Parsons would be a bust if he went to the Cowboys, but I was thinking more of Mike Nolan. I wasn't thinking of Dan Quinn and Dan Quinn scheme and how he utilizes linebackers and yeah. the way he does it. For I sure. remember that. Yeah, he said that. He definitely did yeah, say that's it. That's crazy. Uh, what's left? Comeback player of the year? I don't... I mean... Uh, both of these QBs came off of like crazy injuries. Burrow tore his ACL and MCL, and then Dak Prescott fractured his ankle. Yeah, I think it has to be Burrow. Just yeah, I would get Burrow too. Yeah, I just asked my man. You know, what's the odds on that? I'm trying to. He's Burrow's been slightly better. This I'm year. trying to try and put a little wager on that. Um, but yeah, man, those are our awards. So let's move on. We ain't doing MVP yet, but MVP. Oh, know, oh shit! I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron Rodgers for me. Uh, Rodgers. Yeah, me, and I know, I know people are kind of hating. I know there was a guy hating on him because you know about the vaccination thing, but I can't really deny it. Can't really deny Colin Cowherd said Joe Burrow should win MVP. I mean, I don't hate that, but nah, yeah. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that opinion, but nah, just nah. All right, so let's jump into these games, man. We got a lot of action. Uh, we got a double header on Saturday. Triple header on Sunday, and for the first time ever, we got a Monday night football playoff game that me and Bink will probably be calling. I haven't decided yet. Um, we'll probably be calling that on color cast, but we'll see. Uh, so let's talk about this first game. We got the Raiders taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. This game is in Cincinnati at Paul Brown Stadium. Um, weather should be a little bit cold. Um, looking like 28 degrees in Cleveland. I mean, Cincinnati, I'm sorry. Um, spread is currently five and a half for my gamblers out there, and the over/under is currently set at forty-nine. Uh, what do you guys think about this game? Uh, who do you expect to come out with a win? Full disclosure: I said both of these teams are frauds. Somebody's luck will run out because there can only be one winner. Um, but I really don't know how it's going to go because I'm kind of still mad that both of these teams are in the playoffs. I really, I, I'm really mad that they are because. <laughs> but the Raiders, I'm gonna lie, they got some. They got they, both of these teams got some fun offenses, so I can't even cap. But mm. what do you guys think um, about this matchup, and who do you guys have advancing to the next round? I've been going back and forth, but I think I'm a. I think I'm a roll with the Raiders in this one. I mean, 
the Bengals offense, obviously, people say that the Raiders can't stop the pass. They're like top half of the league against the pass this year. I mean, if Jamar Chase catches a few of them, he's probably going to do that because that's just what he's been doing the whole entire season. But I think what it comes down to is Max Crosby. He's gotten, he's like, he he has 100 pressures this year, like over 100 pressures. And against the Bengals offensive line, that's not a good right rate for success. And I think the, when the Raiders get on offense, they just run the football, keep the ball away from Burrow and them. And I think the Raiders are going to eventually come out with the win. B. Jones? I got the Bengals. I think they're just going to put up too many points for the yeah, Raiders to that. match. Yeah, it's tough. Because um, the Raiders' secondary isn't necessarily strong. Uh, they, they give they give up some dumb shit. Like, <laughs> like I was watching that. We was, I know you guys seen the highlights of that Chargers and Raiders game last mm-hmm. week. Like, how you let a guy throw a touchdown on four? Was that fourth and twenty-one or whatever? Yep, like a twenty-three yard touchdown. How, how, how does that happen? How how does like he Joe, uh, Justin Herbert was converting on so many fourth downs? It was ridiculous. Um, I think if this Bengals offense is able to stay on schedule and do pretty much what they've been done, I mean, I like their trio of receivers. I like Joe Mixon. Um, it's gonna be hard for me to pick against. God damn, I don't. I'm going back and forth too. I really, I don't like either one of these teams, to be honest with you guys. Um, they're both hot. Mm. I don't know why, but I want to pick the Raiders. And B. John know how much I hate the Raiders. I said these <laughs> dudes was frauds, bro. I, 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 I hated these dudes, man. I almost We're supposed to win like four games this year. I hate the Raiders, what bro. I talked so bad about these guys. And I hate them, but I think I'm gonna pick them to win on the road. Um, it's gonna be interesting though. Uh, Derek Carr and uh, some colder weather uh, should be. I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm actually pick the Raiders though. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, let's move on to the second game of the Saturday Night Doubleheader. We got the Patriots taking on the Buffalo Bills. This will be the third time these two teams have met up. Uh, it's going to be extremely cold in Buffalo. Bills Mafia will be in effect. Uh, B. Jones, I'm going to start with you, man. Who you got winning this game and why? I don't even know, really. I, the Bills have had a weird season. You know, they kind of started off. I don't even, They didn't even start off too well. They started off losing to the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And, and um, then I think they then they lost to the Jaguars. And then, like, they were close to 500, I think, towards the middle of the season. The Patriots were actually leading the division, and they closed out kind of strong. But then they had that game when they lost to the Patriots, when the Patriots only passed the ball three times. So, I, mean, I don't even... You know that game very well. Yeah, I don't Dollar even... game, me and my guy. Yeah, yeah I was tuned down. Um, I don't even... feel like the Bills should win, but... <laughs> I don't even know. I think I'm a. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills. I think Mac Jones first time, um, you know, in the playoffs. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna take an L in his first one. All right, Bink, what you think? It's another one. I'm going back and forth on, but I'm having to disagree with B. Jones. I'm taking the Patriots. I mean, what we saw in that color cast game, the. I just trust Bill Belichick more than I trust Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. I think that's what it comes down to. And I still think the Bills, when you run the football on the Bills, it kind of takes the air out of their offense. And I mean, Josh Allen in the cold weather, literally two weeks ago against the Falcons threw for three picks and 120 yards. I mean, I think Belichick might just get a formula to stop him this game. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Patriots did lose that last meeting that they played against the Bills. Um, I know Belichick is going to go back to that film. And I just, he's going to have his guys ready to go. Um, I I like the Patriots in this one. And this is another, I don't really know why. I mean, I, do, I, just, I just trust Belichick more. I just trust the system more. And I think Mac Jones will be okay. I know the, I know the Patriots did lose that last week, but that's a low-key scheduled loss. Patriots late in uh, season against the Dolphins in Miami. Low-key scheduled loss. It's kind of been a thing for years. Um, it's a tough one, man, because obviously I can see this game going either way. It's two division, two uh, to two divisional opponents. Um, they know each other very well. It's going to be a chess match. 
think it'll be a low scoring kind of ugly game muck it up type of game I'm gonna go with the Patriots I'm gonna go with a, a Nick Pope field goal to seal the deal at the end of the game yeah, like, 17-16 game oh yeah yeah I think it'll be that type of game a lot of field goals yeah uh, let's move on my phone just froze um sorry guys I think it's Eagles at Buccaneers I think because I was just looking at it. Yes. Sunday, January the 16th, we have a one o'clock game. Eagles, Buccaneers. Um, I think the Eagles have been a very pleasant surprise. I really think they do. And I think I think they don't actually mind drawing the Buccaneers in the first round. They probably feel really confident. They probably feel like they can win. I know the Buccaneers are a little banged up. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, what you think about this game, man? Buccaneers, Eagles. The weather plays into the Eagles' favor. It's going to be cold. It's going to be like 30-mile-per-hour winds. That plays into the Eagles' favor. However, you're getting a quarterback with his first time in the playoffs, also paired with a coach with his first time in the playoffs. And I just don't think they're going to be able to overcome that, even though everything the Eagles have done this season, I think it's just going to kind of get wiped away. And their best skill is their rushing attack. They're facing the Buccaneers, who over the last two seasons have kind of been historic against guarding the run and i just don't think jalen hurts has enough in him i like that uh b jones what you think oh no man the eagles shouldn't have a chance but the patriots i mean the, not the patriots the buccaneers are pretty depleted right now i mean i know yeah. they got leonard Fournette and uh giovanni bernard coming back but they've never since brady has been there they've never been a smash mouth grind it out on the run type of team he's really been Brady tossing the ball around but now they got now they got a I don't even it's Mike Mike Evans he's hurt he's, he's banged up but he's playing that's right he got he did get banged up he left last um, week's game yeah he's been in and out of the games the past few weeks and aside from that they don't really have much depth at receiver I mean I think they have enough to beat the Eagles though I mean Philadelphia secondary isn't that strong so I think I think they'll win but my bad. It'll it'll be closer than um it should be. Yes. I feel very similar to B. Jones. Uh, the Buccaneers are banged up, man. Uh they're they're kind of depleted. Uh, you know, A B gone. Chris Godwin out for the year. Uh, Mike Evans banged up. Uh, Gronk's been the most consistent target as of late. Um uh this is tough. I, I think the Eagles are definitely going to cover this eight and a half point spread. I think they'll be able to do a few things. Um, like you said, this is this uh, like Bink said. This is a something got to give game because the Eagles are well, they, they they ended the season as a number one rushing team, right? Yep, twelve the, straight games rushing over hundred yards. But the Buccaneers are a pretty stingy team against the run. Uh, I I I want to say the Buccaneers win this game. And they get bounced next round because I think that's what will happen. Um, but I think the Eagles are going to put up a really, really good fight. And, yeah, they're going to get out. Tom Brady's going to get the ball last, going to drive down the field, Ryan suck up, game-winning field goal. <laughs> it's going to be something like that. Uh, we've seen it too many times. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers in a very tight game, probably a three uh, – Two or three point game. 27 24 type game. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, let's move on. I got rid of the schedule that fast. Let's next move is 49 is Cowboys. Oh god, I'm gonna have to start with you on this one. All right, we got next game. We got 49ers Cowboys. Um, I was I'm I'm just before, I'm not even gonna give my prediction yet. I just want to say I was super bullish on the 49ers, but the whole world likes them to win, so I don't like that anymore. Uh, but and nevertheless, Bink, what you think about this game? This is your team, the Cowboys. Um, they yeah. had a spectacular regular season stat-wise. Um, Dak Prescott set the Cowboys' um, single-season record for most passing touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott was able to get back on track, rush for 1,000 yards. C.D. Lamb had a nice year. Uh, Michael Parsons was fantastic, as well as Trayvon Diggs. Does it end here, though, in the first round? You you know me. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the Cowboys win this yeah, game. Yeah, we see we see a jersey literally behind you. It's a Dak Prescott jersey right there. But um, everybody, literally everybody I've seen has picked the 49ers to win this game. And I can see it. I mean, they run the ball extremely well. Um, Since DeMarcus Lawrence came back, the Cowboys run defense has took a step up, though. Not a huge step up, but a slight step up. 
I mean, the Cowboys, they're getting really healthy at the right time. Demarcus Lawrence, like I said, Micah Parsons coming back off the COVID list. J. Ron Curse coming back off the COVID list. Um, Trayvon Diggs missed last week, too. Uh, they're getting a lot of pieces back. Um, unfor- well, fortunately, the 49 I didn't mean to say unfortunately. Fortunately, the 49ers are getting Trent Williams back for them. Um, that could be bad when it comes to pass rush, but they also don't have their right tackle, and that's where Demarcus Lawrence lines up most of the time. He could wreak havoc during this game. Micah Parsons has been a freak all throughout this year. He could wreak havoc during this game. Trevor, I mean Trevor Lawrence, where did that come from? Jimmy G throws a lot of interceptable passes. The Cowboys defense has been very opportunistic this year. I feel like that could be a switch in the game. And I think the Cowboys win this game, although I do think it's close. I think it's close with the Cowboys win. B Jones? Yeah, I wanted I was Leaning towards the 49ers, but then I remember the 49ers, they just catfish you against the uh, Rams. They just play different against the Rams. Um, Jimmy G plays, he played pretty well last week. Um, he started off slow, but then turned it around towards the end. Uh, the thing that concerns me about this game is the um, 49ers' ability to run the, to control the uh, ball on the ground, keep the ball out of the Cowboys' offense, uh, Dak Prescott's hands take the air out of the ball a little bit because, um, you know, the Cowboys, they like to score quick, play a little bit of up-tempo. But I think I think, I think they can, uh, I think the Cowboys can expose the 49ers secondary. I think they'll, I think they'll be able to, to um, I think they'll be able to win this game. I think it'll be a close game. I don't think it'll necessarily be a high-scoring game either or like a 24 to 21 kind of game. I think yeah. the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will get it done. Yeah, I just feel like the whole world is falling in love with what they just saw last, mm. and that was the 49ers having such a, a dominant second half performance against the Rams. Mm. Um, I this is tough. I thought Bink was going to bring it up, but I, I definitely like the Cowboys. Um, and I like you know Dan Quinn. He he he, he was oh, a yeah. coordinator. Um, defensive coordinator of the Falcons. I mean, he's head coach of the Falcons while Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator of the Falcons. So mm. um, he, he knows what Kyle Shanahan likes to do. I'm not going to say he knows everything, but he knows a lot of what Kyle Shanahan likes to do. He's not he's not he's not a fool. Um, you know, I do I do like Debo Samuel a lot. That's my guy. Another um, Curry in the Pot sleeper Hall of Famer right there. Um, but I, I think it ends here for the 49ers. I truly do, and I hate to pick the Cowboys. I hate to back them, but I, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done, and I think they're going to move on, man. I, tr- I truly believe that. Um, but good points, guys. Good points. Um, and then the last game, sure, we won't spend – we might spend two minutes combined at most talking about this. Uh, but we got the Chiefs and the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to start here first because what are we doing here? Um, I like the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. Um, business as usual. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I'm sorry, but this is your last game. And hey, he thinks it's going to be his last game at least. And that's just what it is. That's just that's just what it is. Uh, I'm going to rock with the Chiefs, man. You know, like I said, business as usual. Um, they just blew this team out a couple of weeks. I'm not saying it's that. I'm not saying it's, it's that simple, but you, in order to beat the Chiefs. You have to be able to put up points and put them up in a hurry. The Pittsburgh Steelers offense is just not orchestrated to do that. That's currently expected with Ben Roethlisberger. And I'm sorry. We just saw the uh, Steelers struggle to put up 16 points against the Baltimore Ravens with Twitch streamers at cornerback. They literally ran out of cornerback. They didn't even have any more healthy cornerbacks in that game. Yeah, that's... um, (laughs) I'm upset that we got robbed of a Justin Herbert playoff appearance instead of Big Ben. I got the Chiefs by 30. 30? Yeah. Wow. Chiefs win this game. Uh, that's all I got to say. All right. Block of the weekend. Uh, Monday night. First time ever. Playoff game. I've been going Martin back. Luther King day. day. The day before Mike Curry's birthday. We got the Rams taking on the Cardinals. All I'm going to say is I hope the Rams win. I I fall in love with a lot of their individual players. 
I haven't fallen in love with the team itself, but I fall in love with a lot of the individual players. You know, you just go up and down the roster, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, Odell Beckham Jr., um, Cam Akers, I freaking love the dude. Um, I love Sean McVay. You Aaron didn't even Donald, mention their best player, I was about to say. Aaron Donald, the best player. I, fanboy, because I love all of these players, and Jalen Ramsey's probably my favorite player in the league. I hope the Rams win, but it ain't that simple. Um, the Cardinals were eight, are 8-1 eight and one on the road. The freaking one game they lost was to the Detroit Lions, which is freaking ridiculous. Um, uh, this is going to be a tough game. It's going to be a good game. No DeAndre Hopkins, though. Going to be a good one. J.J. Watt could play. J.J. Watt could also possibly return, which would definitely help them out. Uh, the Rams will win. It just depends on which Matthew Stafford we see. Because horrible. Because that dude. <laughs> if we see a Matthew Stafford we saw against the Buccaneers, they're gonna blow this team out. But if we see the Matthew Stafford that we've seen the last couple of weeks, the Cardinals will blow this team out. <laughs> so it really I never thought a game would be so contingent on Matthew Stafford, but he kind of got a ball. You know what I'm, This is why the Rams brought you here. You know what I'm saying? They brought you here for this moment. And not even for this moment, they bought you to get basically get you to get them to the Super Bowl. That's literally why they brought you here because they felt that Jared Goff, every ounce was squeezed out of them. So it's literally put up or shut up for um for Matthew Stafford. I know this is uh, Kyler Murray's first time being here in this spot, Cliff Kingsbury first time being in this spot. But Matthew Stafford, it's up to you, buddy. I'm just gonna say I hope the Rams win. What you guys got? Yeah, this is two teams that are playing their worst football of the season right now. Well, I mean, the Rams, before the last game, they uh, lost to the 49ers. They had won five straight, but a lot of those were get-right games. Mm-hmm. Um, that don't, They're playing teams like Jacksonville in that stretch. Yeah, so I don't really count that. But even in that stretch that they were winning, Matthew Stafford has been playing horrible. I mean, he had three picks against the Vikings. He had, I think, two two or three against the Ravens. One of them was a pick six. Um, then he had two again against the 49ers. He hasn't been connecting on the deep ball um, besides the deep crossing routes to Cooper Cup. So, I mean, the Rams should win just because they have more talent and they're healthier than the uh, Cardinals right now. Um, and the Cardinals, they haven't looked good in about a month and a half. So, the Rams should win, but this was a team that I was high on going into the season, but their defense has never really put it together throughout the whole season. Um, and then and now Matthew Stafford, he's just looked bad. So I think they'll win, but not convincingly. This, this will probably be the only game they win in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know. Both of these teams, they've been playing horrible as of late. It's going to be, it's probably going to be an uglier game. And that leans the favor towards the Cardinals, I say. I think the Cardinals, like, know how to win ugly more than the Rams do. But I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals just to play devil's advocate. Fair. I like it. I like it. Uh, Lastly, guys, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to do two things. We're going to do Super Bowl predictions. Then... We're going to do, no pressure. Then we're going to do, what Super Bowl would you like to see? Might not get it, but what would you, I, I know Banks probably going to say Cowboys and Chiefs or some shit. Or he might say he likes to see the worst team in the AFC versus. I Cowboys. definitely was about to say Cowboys Steelers, <laughs> but now I'm about to change my mind because you just said that. That's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> Yo, nah, I would cry, bro. I would I wonder what type of odds you could get on that. The Steelers are not making it past the Chiefs. And if they do, they're losing to the Titans. This is simple. All right. Go go ahead and give me a Super Bowl prediction. Then give me what Super Bowl you would like to see. Unfortunately, I think the Packers will make it to the Super Bowl over the Cowboys. And in the AFC, for me, it's between the Titans and the Chiefs. And I think with King Henry coming back, I'm going to give the slight edge to the Titans. And I think... That'll be tough. I think I'm going to go with the Titans in the Super Bowl just because 
just because we saw what the Browns did to the Titans a few weeks ago on Christmas with the power run. And they were able to pretty much neutralize the Packers offense in the second half. And Baker Mayfield threw four picks and they only lost that game by two. So if I'm judging off of that, I think the Titans would beat the Packers in the Super Bowl. Mm. B. Jones? I'm going to just play a conservative. Uh, my prediction is the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, Let's root for that because I got some cheddar on that. Shout out to Bink. I got, I got a parlay. Uh, yeah, I said that midseason. 10, 10 to win 180. So. Let, let, let's root for that. I think I'm gonna stick with the same for what I want. I would want to see. I would want to see the Rams, but they haven't been playing good football, so I'm gonna just stick with Packers and Chiefs for what I would want to see. I, mean, I don't think I, I don't think it's anybody else I would want to see out of the AFC um, in the Super Bowl. The Titans they play smash mouth boring football. I don't want to see that in the Super Bowl. Um, then I the Bengals they're not they're not ready yet. So yeah. And it would be exciting if they made it, though. It would be, but they're not ready yet. Uh, For me, I've got to say exactly what B. Jones just said. I mean... Actually, time out, time out, time out. I take that back. I think I want to see the Cowboys and the Chiefs. I was going to say, I, I was going to say I would like to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl just yeah. because, number one, I don't like them. Number two, they're very, very interesting. Three, their fans are crazy. So that's automatically a great recipe, and it would be the biggest game. Uh, it would be the biggest game. That's the Super Bowl, and they haven't had much postseason success. So it it would just be freaking crazy. That that probably be if the Cowboys make the Super Bowl, that would probably be the most viewed Super Bowl in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Straight up, like it might be the most viewed Super Bowl ever. Not even gonna say the long ever. It would be the most viewed Super Bowl ever. So from what I would like to see standpoint. I like to see the Cowboys, probably Cowboys and Chiefs in there, man. That would be fun. That'd be really, really exciting. Um, you got some, you got two explosive offenses, and then you got you know some. Yeah, but the last time those two teams played, the defense is shining for both teams. Very true, and I was gonna say they got some solid defenses as well. Um, but I do think it's gonna be Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl because if I didn't, I wouldn't have put my money on it. And yeah, that's what I think. So. You guys got any final thoughts, man, on these playoffs, man? Anything in general to add? It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. The Monday night game, too. Yeah, my first time ever we have a Monday night game. So that should be fun. Uh, birthday is coming up, man. So you guys getting older. 20, actually, I'm 27 years young. I will be on, on Tuesday. So shout out to me, um, more life. Um, if I don't talk to my audience again, uh, go ahead and wish me a happy B-Day. But, yeah, man, this is a fun episode. Got two of my guys here. Uh, this was a little bit uh, less than an hour, and it was fun. So, guys, I appreciate you guys for pulling up, man. Appreciate you guys doing this episode with me. It's definitely fun. Definitely talk some good stuff. And uh, to my audience, I'm signing out. Uh, this is episode number 185, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>